0: it's really just been like waking up being like okay you need to work out you need to do this because all of these things have proved that you feel really good about yourself at the end of the day so i think that's really been like my main thing throughout this whole thing
1: hey everybody it's coach charlie welcome or welcome back to the building better people podcast brought to you by boomfit thanks for listening today And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy.
0: I'm Kyla, I'm 21 years old. I'm from Houston and I am a senior at A&M.
2: My name is Robbie, I am 22 years old also a senior at Texas A&M. Yeah, guys, thank y'all for
1: joining me today. This seems to be our now new way of communicating since, uh, I guess, mid-March. But you guys were on the six-week challenge. I think we had like two or three weeks left when, when this all broke out, right? We, we did that check-in. You guys got great results. And I think that was like that last week of maybe we had the gym open another week or so. Um, So give me a little bit before we dive into six week challenge and talking about specifically the results you guys got and let's go back and let's talk about like what um, give me Kyla you first like give me a background in your fitness journey kind of growing up high school junior high any sports or any type of uh, uh, commitment or consistency in working out.
0: Okay. Um, so I come from a family that every year we do the Thanksgiving run, the Christmas run, <laughs> all of those like super fit things. Um, my mom is like really ridiculously fit and growing up, um, I was always like put in sports and put into like different things that was going to keep me active. So I've always been really active. And in middle school, I started playing um, club volleyball, which is just like year round, like outside of school. So if I wasn't in school playing volleyball it's outside of school playing volleyball. So I was pretty fit all through middle school and high school because I had like that coach telling me what to do, basically. And then once I got to college, of course, you know, like things change. You're not in sports anymore. You're not being told that you have to wake up early and like go run or go like to the gym or something. So that was really difficult because I didn't really, I realized then that like, I didn't have um, any type of understanding of like how to work out or what to do because I'd always been told like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to like, how long you need to work out and things like that. So I definitely stopped working out and started like eating a lot <laughs> more than like I was used to because that's all I all I did in college or and still do just like not as much would just like eat study go to school and then come back eat more <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So, Wow
1: how about and that's I mean that's a great background Robbie how about you
2: yeah so I have always had uh, like some sort of sport uh, growing up. So when I was really young, I played baseball and then I I went to football and and then I did track field and cross country in middle school and high school. And um, I've always been like really active and my family comes from like a a lot of sports and stuff, but most of my family is also overweight. And during holidays or any type of meal, there's never really been uh, the aspect of, you know, limiting what you eat. There's always just been, you know, we'll make a whole bunch of food. And just eat till you feel like you're done eating, and that was never really a problem for me during sports because uh, I would always be burning a whole bunch of calories and always be growing. And when I started college, I, you know, stopped doing sports and I have always loved eating, so I just kept eating, and uh, of course it, the the balance started to shift. So I started, you know, gaining weight and. Um, um, self-esteem started to really lower, um, and um, that was uh, at the time I was starting starting college in Colorado, and um, some uh, relatively negative things started happening. And I came back to here to Texas, and I really started gaining weight when I came back here. And um, we've been trying uh, multiple diets and workout routines, and the motivation was just not there. Um, and then, uh, then we we started here. Yeah. So, give me, you,
1: you know, for for anybody listening, and you guys are fairly young, even though, I, you know, like I've, I consider the both of you very mature, um, and I know you guys have been dating for quite some time, mm-hmm. and uh, so you guys kind of have been through the last decade together, and you guys have also um, whether you knew where the other person was in their fitness or how they felt about their health. You, you know, you guys have been walking through that together. Probably not as close as you have been for now, you know, the last couple months. But, you know, for somebody your age, having, you know, tried several diets and having done all these things, like I think that people are exposed to that stuff like so much sooner in their life than one might think. So, like, at what point were you guys – experimenting with diets or programs or things like that. When did you actually start? At what age did you start thinking like, man, I need to go on a diet?
2: I first thought of uh, going on a diet when I was in, um, I was in high school because I was uh, in all these sports and um, I never really got to a weight that I was happy with, even though I was really fit and I could perform really well. But um, I figured it was just something with diet that I was doing wrong. And then I, so I started like these extreme diets that would last maybe a few days and then I would, I would just start eating again and then maybe jump back on it. But that was probably the first time I really started thinking about going on a diet.
0: Hmm. I honestly, I didn't start thinking about diet until I got to college because like I said, like my family, they, my mom always had us eat like basically like what we're eating now, like a protein and then a vegetable and then like. A carb or something like that. So, like, it was always portioned out, and I knew that I could only have, like, a specific amount of food whenever we would eat because we all eat dinner at the same time. And even now, like, when I go home, my mom still portions out my food for me. <laughs> but, like, I don't have that here, so it was definitely, like, a lot harder to be like, how much am I supposed to eat? And, like, calling my mom, and she'd just be like, you just have to do this, you have to get this. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I probably... I don't really think I started thinking about it until maybe, like, I think sophomore year of college, like, almost two years ago is when I really started thinking, like, about what I was eating, and because that's when I started noticing, like, significant change in myself, and realizing that I was not comfortable with how much I was weighing, so I think that's when I started, like, looking into diets, and of course, like Robbie said, they have all of these, like, crazy, like, crazy diets that you can do that they're, like, lose weight, and, like, a week would like lose 12 pounds and you're like oh my gosh you can lose 12 pounds
1: so <laughs> <laughs> how much okay how much do you think your mother and, and of course I know you love her dearly and you're grateful for her but how much do you think her influence of health right sounds like she's been kind of like you know almost like I am with my kids a little bit but
0: mm-hmm.
1: how much did that help you hurt you when you got out to college on your own
0: um I think it helped a lot, but I also think it negatively affected me because I started developing like eating issues where I just like I just refused to eat or like calories like I was terrified of calories. So I just be like, nope, can't do it, can't eat. So it started becoming an issue like even at home because I just got this like fear of gaining weight because I mean, all of my family is like fit and healthy. So like I couldn't gain weight or you know, like be not fit because I'd be like. Even now, like, I'll go and, like, I'll order a milkshake or something with my siblings. Because my siblings, my sister is 11 and my brother is 9. So they're very, they love, or my brother loves when I come home. My sister not so much. <laughs> but we'll go and, like, get ice cream or something. And my mom will be like, you're going to eat that? Or, like, my grandma will be like, you're going to eat that? And I'm like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So they, she, she's very monitoring of of nutrition Robbie you mentioned like in high school trying some extreme diets and like how you lasted a few days and knowing what you know now like having been so successful in this six-week challenge and beyond like what what was it about those times that that made it not work for you
2: I think it's just um like understanding that um understanding yourself mostly and like what you want to eat and what you're going to be able to eat and also understanding how uh, delayed the results can be. Uh, that's one of the biggest things I think, uh, cause you know, going into the six week challenge, you, you, it sounds like it's going to be a short thing and I mean, it is relatively short, but when you're doing it like week by week, uh, you, you are uh, thinking about, man, like all those other diets that I did for one week, I was, I was picturing like a a transformation to happen when we're in this diet three weeks in and we feel like we look the same, but we're actually changing our bodies drastically. Um, it's just, I guess, having the perspective of that there's not going to be like a light switch you can flip on to change how you want to eat and how your body reacts to what you eat is a big thing.
1: Yeah. And so now having like, uh, a little more, I guess, what do you call it? Like a realistic approach to it? Yeah. And what do you think it is about back then or even, you know, a lot of people currently, they don't succeed because maybe they're lacking in that. So like, what does it take to get that accurate picture of what it takes to, to be successful in, in weight loss or becoming healthy?
2: For me, I think it was uh, sitting down and, and uh, writing out what you value about um, where you see your life going if you were to make this change in your life and uh, the goals you have and um, having uh, like weekly check-ins was definitely or bi-weekly check-ins was a big thing uh, that's made us stay accountable because we would have times where we're like you know ordering a pizza sounds really nice but you know we have we have a weigh-in in in a couple weeks so we wanted to, to do our best and uh, try and remember the goals that we have and the reasons that we want to lose weight, rather than thinking of why we want to eat bad instead.
1: Yeah, mm. Kyla, for you, how much would you say did this impact you um, apart from physically, like emotionally, or in your you know in your in in, in your ability to do life? We'll call it that way
0: um i think it impacted me a lot i look at like well okay so whenever we first started like doing this and we talked about this the other day um because we've been pretty good about like still like eating like healthy and stuff like that um we used to get takeout for like every single every meal we'd get like breakfast we'd go out, lunch we'd go out, dinner we'd go out, or like a late night snack we'd go out. It was just a lot, and it got to the point where it was just really affecting me mentally and emotionally that I was just like not happy with how I looked, and so I- really, I told Robbie, because he hadn't heard about the six-week challenge until, like, I brought it up, and so I told him, I was, like, look, I was, like, I'm not happy with myself, like, I really want to change this, like, I'm going to this today, it's, like, you can come with me if you want, of course, he came with me, yeah, (laughs) Um, but, yeah, no, it definitely, the pictures of myself from, like, like, even, like, a month ago, like, look completely different to how I look now, and, like, in those pictures, like, I know that, like, I wasn't happy with how I looked compared to now, like, I just feel so much better. And this isn't even like the goal of like where I want to be. And I still have a lot of work that I like want to do. Still,
1: you know, and that's the part of this that I think is the most impactful, like the physical transformations always awesome, right? Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a believer in that. Like, I think when your body changes physically is a good thing, right. When you become healthier, but what you're describing is more the internal the things that people cannot see, and to me, those things oftentimes can impact us even greater than what people can see. Mm. And when you start, you know, any exercise journey, any uh, nutrition journey, let's be honest, like you, you don't get results on day one. <laughs> you know, it takes time, just like Robbie just said. It's it's not instant gratification. And so, for you guys, let's talk a little bit about that six week challenge, like. Was it hard, you know, like were there moments of like, you know, you talk about like probably getting takeout regularly often, you know, wanting pizza, like give me some of the, what were some of the difficult moments in your six week challenge?
2: I would say for me, um, I've never had really an issue with uh, like not eating uh, during the day because I know like I can eat later in the day. So I could, I could go like whenever I first started trying to do like, Uh, some sort of like fasting things. I would like save all my calories for the end of the day and eat something big because I always love having a big meal. So for the challenge, one of the biggest things was going into um, uh, eating dinner around six or seven, knowing that I wouldn't be able to eat again for the rest of the night um, was probably the hardest thing, especially because uh, it was nice when we wouldn't work out and we'd have a shake after that meal I would at least be like okay you know I can have a shake after this <laughs> when I go to bed it's so yeah. I guess that that the the mental aspect of knowing that you're not going to be able to finish to eat anything else but that was also um, paired with um, knowing that I couldn't eat anything helped me get past the urges of of wanting to have a snack because I would just be like, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to go to the kitchen and look for a snack because I know that I can't have one. <laughs>
1: you almost had to rewire some ha- bad habits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That definitely is always hard. How about you, Kyla?
0: Um, honestly, I think my issue was eating. <laughs> and that sounds like that's the complete opposite of Robbie's, but I just, and still, like, I struggle with that. But, like, I just did not want to eat. And I would, and Robbie ate every meal with me. So, like, we knew, like, we were, like, holding each other accountable. But I'd be, like, oh, my jaw hurts. I'm tired of eating. Like, <laughs> I, like my, was, I was convinced that, like, my jaw was so sore from chewing. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I just, I would, like, before this, I just wouldn't eat. Or I would just, like, wait till dinner time. And then, I'd like, that would be my only meal. But it would be, like, a really small portion of food. Because, like, I just didn't want to eat anything. And so I think that was really the issue. Just like making sure that I ate every single meal, even if I wasn't hungry or like forcing myself to eat it. Cause I'd be like, no, 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 I'm not hungry. And Rob would be like, well, this is part of our thing. So you need to eat. Yes. <laughs> but I think that was probably the, the biggest issue was just making myself eat every meal.
1: How did, um, how did the, you know, shelter in place affect y'all's experience? Um, because I feel like, you guys did so good. Like it, it, you guys did an amazing job and right smack dab somewhere in the middle of this thing, you get, you know, forced to sit at yeah. home and you can't come to the gym. And now, you know, but, but like, I don't know, was that like the, a really good thing that you had the, the three weeks prior to, or, you know, like we did, it, give me a kind of an overview Cause there's a lot of people who are going to be listening to this podcast that are either still in shelter in place or we're just out of it, hopefully out of it sooner and later. But, um, what, it, what helped you guys or how did y'all do so well?
2: I think, uh, definitely starting the six week challenge before, uh, we started sheltering in place is like probably one of the best things that could have happened before this thing started because it, um, gave us the tools we needed to, to know how to eat healthier Because I could have, I could easily picture us uh, going into the shelter-in-place, thinking like, "Wow, like we have all this time at home, like we can just have snacks around the house and and go get some fast food." Um, So, I think it definitely helped a lot that we started right before this, Um, and also, I do think it made it a little bit easier. having to shelter in place because we weren't driving around looking at all the places we could eat at. Um, and we would, um, we've we've still been pretty strict with just getting what we need from the grocery store. So just buying the protein, the vegetables, protein shakes and not really, not really looking through the the chip aisle or the candy (laughs) aisle. Um, even though we still go to the pantry and like, oh, I wonder what kind of candy snacks we have. But <laughs> just there's nothing in there because we don't <laughs> buy anything. <laughs> so that's definitely helped. Uh, just knowing that we all, we only have what we what we have here to eat. Kyla, how about for you?
0: I think, I think it was good that we started this before, not just because like we had, we were already halfway through it, but because we had already started like, relationship with the gym like a relationship with you and like the trainers and stuff like that so we knew like that if we didn't do something like we we're gonna disappoint not like just dis- like y'all are gonna be mad I just like we or me personally I don't like disappointing people so my biggest thing was I already knew y'all and we'd already been doing this so I was like no no no. it's like we can't do that because like I don't want to disappoint Charlie or I don't yeah, <laughs> do yeah. something so I think it was really good that we um, started it beforehand and during like quarantine or shelter in place it has been a little bit difficult just because we're not like in the gym around other people and we're not um like using like heavier weight like we're just using like what we have around the house so that's kind of been challenging a little bit um but yeah i think overall it was good do you,
1: think, you. do you think given the circumstances let's just say a year ago and this happens two months essentially you're sheltered in place like would you have been doing what you've been doing now
2: there's no <laughs> way we would work out every day. Yeah, you
1: guys are working out every day. I'm like, that's so awesome, you know?
2: I never thought we would be, like, without having a gym, like, we would be working out every day, um, eating right. And um, so it's definitely been interesting to to think back at all the times we've just been sitting at home wondering, you know, like, wow, like we need to get a gym membership because that'll make us work out every day. But, I mean – it it's not, not, it's not what changes you. You're
1: so right. I think you guys have kind of flipped that switch internally. Like you created the desire inside of you and you kind of created the appetite for it, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you created this craving for workouts, craving for, you know, what, what you know, being healthy gives you guys. And that's really the key. So, you know, for you guys as a couple, um, how has the six week like, how has that enhanced your relationship? Like. Um, obviously you guys were together before this, so it's not like this was like the thing that made it great. (laughs) How has, uh, you guys doing this together enhanced your relationship?
0: I think it's been good. Um, it's definitely been easier. I think to do this together, I think in the past it's more been me wanting to do it and not like both of us wanting to do it. And so I think this time around, um, I think Robbie knew like how upset I was with like how everything was going, like with me personally. So I think he like really wanted to help me, but also like realize like, okay, yeah, like we definitely need to change our eating habits because like I said, like we are going out to eat all the time and even just to like go to the store to get like a snack, which now that I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, why would we do that? Like yeah. <laughs> no way that we would do that now, you know? So I think I think it's been good in the long run.
2: Yeah, I think it's built um, more of an understanding of why each of us wants to to pursue um, you know more healthy lives. Uh, especially with, with the sit down with all three of us when we talked about our goals and our motivations, uh, it it really came to light why Kyle is the one who's been pushing us to work out. Even though you know I've I've wanted to to lose weight, um, it seems like Kyla's motivations were, you know, more um, deep-seated in in her, and were not as shallow as mine might have been. So uh, it helped us have more of an understanding of each other.
1: That's so cool, and, and you know, for where you guys are in your relationship and your age, I think, you know, the more you can um, do uh, do things that connect you, the better it is for your relationship you know, because you're going to have certain areas of your life that obviously you're not in each other's classes, right? She's in a completely different set of classes than you. And maybe you don't work together. But like, this is a this is a really cool thing you guys share, right? Like the workout, you guys get to share in that before the gym closed, y'all were coming at five o'clock in the morning together, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and now you're working out together. And so it's a really cool thing that you guys get to share in. Which is uh, great for any relationship, you know. Sometimes it can probably be a little challenging too, because maybe you're competitive and so you know, <laughs> one person wants to either beat the other or you know, or gets results in a different way than the other one. And so, but for the most part, I think it's so cool that you guys have done it together. So the last question I ask everybody on the podcast. The title of it is Building Better People. That's the title of the podcast. That's the purpose, we'll call it the mission of the gym, right? So my it's a lot of the things that I kind of alluded to earlier was that, talking about the internal changes, right, that, that we experience, myself included, as we're becoming healthier and fit. And so, you know, my belief is that when you exercise, you just become a better version of yourself. The obvious is you're going to get more physically fit, right? You can do more push-ups. You can do more weight. But there's a part to that that has nothing to do with the physical transformation it has everything to do with you becoming a a uh, better version of yourself and that's the the key ingredient in the gym and that's what wakes me up and really excites me and so for you guys how has that been um displayed in your experience uh recently with the six-week challenge
2: i think um maybe the biggest change for me has been just self-discipline and, and whether it's working out or, or eating and stopping myself from eating because, you know, it was looking back at like why I would just eat when I was not hungry, eat unhealthy foods for no reason. Um, it, was, it was mainly to, to cover up the feelings that I was having about how I didn't like how I looked. And, um, I think just having the discipline to understand that, you know, the outcome of that is not going to be what I, what I, uh, what I like. And, um, it may be, um, really temporary, um, especially like eating stuff is all very temporary, but, um, I think just recognizing that it has a, a long lasting effect. Um, and if you eat, you know, a lot of negative things, and it's gonna have a long lasting negative effect. But if you, um, you know, change how you look um, at the healthy things, then um, you're gonna have a long lasting healthy effect. So just the discipline of, of stopping myself from making the, those temporary bad decisions for to, just to make myself feel better and changing, changing it into making myself feel better by eating healthy things because I know it's going to have a good outcome. Yeah. How about you, Kyla?
0: Um, will you repeat the question again?
2: Yeah. So
1: the title of the podcast is Building Better People. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the purpose of the gym. So, you know, one of the reasons that I – not just work with you guys, but you know, going back to as far as I can remember 2003, what has like really driven me to want to continue to do this for as long as I have. And for the rest of my life is because I believe that when the work that I'm doing, the work that the gym's doing, that when you're exercising and eating right, you're becoming a better version of yourself. So it's like, it's great to lose fat and it's great to get stronger, But what really drives me personally is knowing that, you know, the people that come to the gym's lives are changing in a positive way. And so for you through this experience, like, how is that true for you?
0: Um, I think I've definitely gained a lot more confidence during this whole thing. I, um, didn't really have that much confidence before this. So it was always like, like, I might have been, like, fit in school, like, when I was younger, but I didn't really have, like, that confidence because I was so, like, focused on, like, not eating too much and making sure that, like, I fit, like, all of the criteria that, like, I felt like my family had, so I feel like doing this definitely helped boost my confidence and, like, helped me better understand, like, it's okay to eat food and it's okay to, like, eat certain things, um, so that definitely helped, and so I feel like, um, I don't know I feel like understanding that and like knowing that like if you eat this that's okay or like if you eat like healthy food like this these are the results that you're gonna get and it's like and working out and everything like that definitely um has helped me like mentally as well because it's definitely helped with like because I like I have like I struggle with like anxiety and stuff like that and like depression so like all of that has definitely helped like boost everything overall so I feel like there's been days sometimes where like I really don't want to work out. <laughs> I'm like really like sometimes I'm just like I don't want to do this. Like I'm kind of lazy today, but then I do it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. Like I'm ready to do anything for the rest of the day, basically. So it's really just been like waking up, being like, okay, you need to work out. You need to do this because all of these things have proved that you feel really good about yourself at the end of the day. So I think. That's really been like my main thing throughout this
1: whole thing. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at BoomFitBCS.com. That's BoomFitBCS.com.